Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Again, Siduchim with Mrs. Gertz. And today we're going to talk about what happens with us when we feel all lonely or we feel that we don't fit in, you know, in, in the social area. And what do we need to do in order to grow and, and feel fulfilled? Today we, we have our lovely friend, um, Pascal, and she's going to give us a little bit her view of what really happens and how we can improve these feelings to make you feel uh, belonging, all obviously in the Jewish world. Hello, Pascal, how are you? Nice to have you again. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Shoshana. Thank you. It's nice to be back. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, people are feeling very lonely because they feel they cannot connect. And yet... We are in the digital era where everything is connected, whether it is your um, iWatch or your iPhone or any variation of that. Yeah, everybody has a cell phone and a way to connect. Um, we no longer um, need to go and send a telegram uh, where every word would be uh, weighed. Uh, you had to pay for it. We no, no longer have those telephones on the wall that you have to call and ask for the communication to be connected. Now phones are not even to speak, they are to send messages. And they're really your source of entertainment. So your phone helps you to connect, uh, um, quote-unquote, to connect. Quote, yes. um, and so through Facebook and all the other places, yeah? But the problem is you don't really connect. You are creating an image. You're really creating an avatar, or I would say even a hologram. A hologram. Yeah, because what's happening is you go to Starbucks and you have a coffee and you take a picture with yourself in the in, in uh, whatever in Seoul with your Starbucks. That means they're advertising for free. Guess <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, what's happening is you are not enjoying the experience. You're not, you didn't go to visit the beautiful palaces of South Korea uh, or to enjoy uh, a wonderful tea in a tea house. Or, and it is your enjoyment. When you enjoy something, when something has value for you, you keep it private. Yes. And if you have to share it with the whole world, it means that you are only worth what the person looking at you is uh, going to assign as a value. In other words, you are worth your likes. Uh, we have, uh, we're not advertised, but uh, we have a very famous um, sports person who, when he got to 100 million followers, made a wow, okay, what is this? Are you doing your sports because you enjoy it? You enjoy playing it and you're so lucky they're paying you a fortune for doing it. Or are you doing all that to be, quote unquote, sexy to the people? Right. Okay. And at the end of the day, to be attractive to the rest of the world, you bend over backwards and you are um, degenerating from your essence because you no longer can say that you like this or you dislike this because if everybody likes it, guess what? You have to like it. Right. right so it's right. not in to say you don't like it. It's, it's the extreme of the politically correct. Right. And in the end, what happens is you have totally isolated yourself, your essence to yourself. It's as if you have a coat and you, you're embellishing that coat all the time. 
But when you take it out, there's nothing. You don't even have clothing on it. So it's like really taking away all your valuables. Um, you like you have been uh, deprived from uh, really giving from yourself because you're stripped from you're your essence. Stripped from the essence, which that that causes emptiness. That causes emptiness and depression. And why? Because as we know, God created the world. Mm -hmm. He willed the world into existence. Mm -hmm. The second you were born is the time that the Lord said that the world cannot go on without you. It's not that cannot go on really because God is perfect and does not need you. But when he said couldn't go on without you, it means that your soul needed to come now to fix it so that all the souls would be complete. So it's, it's an act of kindness that God did to you. Okay, but you were created because your soul had a job to do. The second, you banalize it and you become a, a something that is just an like instrument a robot. of light. Like, right. like, exactly. like a robot. Then your essence, which is your uniqueness and what only you can provide, will not be provided. So as we re just read now in, on the holiday of Purim, Megillat Esther, Mordechai says to Esther, don't worry. The Jewish people will be saved. Right. Either through you or in spite of you. But if it's in spite of you, you didn't do the job you created for. Right. So really, right. you have no more life. Even, and, and this is what's happening. You can be alive without life. And this is what happens to us when we are depressed. There are so many people that are alive and they're really like in the corridor waiting to die. Wow. Because unfortunately, they have nothing to live for. Mm -hmm. Because if I have to be attractive to everybody by what I'm doing, so I no longer am myself. So today, when you, suggest, you have a shidduch suggestion, the first thing people do is they check the person on Facebook. Right. So they see, yeah, oh, wow, great. Um, she, uh, she rides horses. She likes hiking. Um, she likes surfing. Ooh, the exciting person. Well, image. does she or does she not? Exactly. Is that an image? Is it just... An image, an image. Just, yes. you have mm -hmm. to tick the boxes. And then, when you start dating, you have to keep pretending this facade to keep it exciting so basically even if you end up getting married it's on wrong basis because you marry an image you do not marry an essence right right so the whole basis of your home will not hold that's why you see people getting married and divorcing because they never ever connected, connected. so what do you recommend you know, uh, because we see we see what is causing the causes, um, but for you know young women and it, you know even second time around, you know, um, what do you recommend would be the right approach to really be in connection with oneself in order to connect to the civic to be the zivuk to be. Well, I think it's, it's, it's a very, very good, very deep question. And mm -hmm. the truth of the matter is, the first question every single one of us has to ask themselves, oneself, is 
Would I like to go out with me? Would I, I marry me? Is that what you're Would saying? I marry me? Mm-hmm. Would I date me? Mm-hmm. Would I be a friend of mine? Very interesting concept. And, and first of all, am I a friend of me? What does it mean? It means, am I very harsh on myself? Am I negative with myself? Or do I actually see myself and like myself? And okay, we all have flaws. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. But we can work on them. And we have to make an order of preferences, what we are ready to work on. We make a program, just like when you want to lose weight, you want to lose 20 kilos, or you want to um, exercise. Nobody starts exercising with a weight of 50 kilos. No. Because you couldn't, you break, you break the, the, right. the muscles. Right. So you start with 200 grams. Right. You start losing half a kilo. Right. And then little by little. Okay, what does it mean? It means that you are learning, you are training, but it's okay, you have a goal. Just like when you learn to drive, mm-hmm. they say, according to different countries, 27, 30, 40 hours of, of classes. After three hours of classes, you feel like you already understand how the machine works. Yeah, you can drive, you don't need so many classes. After 15 hours, you are sure you can already take your test. Right. But the truth of the matter is you are not ready to be on the motorway because yes. you do not know how you're going to react. Right. And you need to learn that. The same thing is when you start uh, trying to fix yourself and when you start meeting a person. You can feel like you like the person, but check that what you like about the person is the essence of the person, not all the things around it, not, not the outside, the profession, right. the look, right. um, the family. All these things are important, relevant. Of course, they are. I mean, you shouldn't date someone that you find physically repulsive, right, right? Or somebody who has a very volatile character that you cannot stand. We're not talking about this, but we have to see that is the character, the resilience, the the mid dot, the good traits of character that make up the person, um, this is something I can live with. Mm-hmm. So how do you do that? Instead of asking them, asking them where they travel and what sport they like or whatever, ask them to share with you funny times, embarrassing moments, stuff like that, because already you will see when they share embarrassing moments, how they relate to themselves, to say, oh, I'm so stupid. Already you know there's an issue. And say, this is so funny. Oh, I can't believe this happened. So you already see the attitude in front of quote-unquote failure because in life there's no failure. The only growth opportunities. So that's and from that you understand you know the person. That's very interesting. And one thing that we were discussing a little while ago was that when you find a sook, we forget that what we're finding is our other half of our soul. So we have a tendency to be critical. And this critical... Uh, attitude is really you're you're criticizing yourself let's say you find um, someone that you like and things go well and you're preparing for the next step which is uh, maybe an engagement and things like that Um, you're going to see things that you don't like about that person do you think these things that you don't like are really things that you yourself have of course the Baal Shem Tov has taught us that whatever you see that bothers you in other people, you have. Mm. 
so maybe you have it in a different way. Maybe it's not, it doesn't show as much. Maybe um, it manifests itself in a different way, but we have it. And um, when you see those things, obviously depending on how serious they are, because you know there are many things, um, take them in your stride and see, do I have this? And if, if you can find where you have it, try and fix it. The second you marry that person, the moment you fix it, that will disappear in the other person. And our sages also teach us that because once you get married uh, with your, your, your zivuk, once you get married, we become one. And if, let's say you're a woman, and you were to come back to the world as a man, you would be exactly with the exact character traits that your husband has. Oh wow! Explain that to us. What, so it give means, us an example. Give it means example. that let's say uh, you are a very tidy person, you are a neat freak, mm-hmm. and your husband is very messy. That's yeah. the way. That's the way he 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 doesn't do it on purpose. That's his nature. <laughs> so you can get upset and say, you know, pick your towel, Henry. Pick up your socks, Henry. Do this, do that, and and all day long be like her mother, like the mother of your husband um, or you can understand that that's his essence and instead of picking at his essence which eventually will destroy the person understand that's the way he is the moment you actually are capable of smiling finding it cute and picking it up take it in your stride Shoshana you cannot believe that will stop I said it to, to one of my, my students and she was laughing and she said, you know what, I bet with you that it's not going to work. I said, okay, let's bet. <laughs> and we actually did a bet and we said, okay, the one that wins takes the other one out for tea. And she called me in shock because I said, you have to keep it for three days, you keep it up, but you do it really from the bottom of your heart, not right. like... I'm doing it to see if it works. Huh? It's not going to work. Okay, But really, you work. You work on that and you do it with love. And you say, well, my husband is probably tired or he, he, he cannot take any more of this um, pressure to be, uh, to be organized at this time. He needs to relax. And you take it and say, thank God he's healthy and he's not in the hospital and he's not this. And, and you know, okay, Baruch Hashem. She did it and she said to me, I am shocked. And this happened eight years ago, and he's still organized, and it's crazy, because she worked on herself. So the importance of working on yourself. So um, you say that the role of the woman is is the key of how um, a relationship, uh, a marriage, a house is going to be. If If the wife or if the woman is happy and satisfied with her inner reality spiritually um, that she feels fulfilled that is going to irradiate in the whole uh, family explain to us what what do you suggest that women that feel for whatever reason that don't feel fulfilled what can you uh, give advice how to get out of that state of mind because it's a state of mind it is a state of mind first of all uh, as we already said, 
you can only think one thought at a time. Right. So choose that thought carefully. Put a happy thought. Um, the woman is the basis of the house. Anybody who lived in Florida or anywhere where there is um, there are hurricanes, right? Or in California where there are uh, earthquakes, earthquakes <laughs> we know that the foundations of the house are much more important than the building itself. And yet, when we build a house, we spend hours looking for the proper um, floor coverings and paints and all these things because everybody's going to see that. But nobody really cares, and we always find that the foundations are too expensive. And yet, these are the things that sustain your home. The same way, in a relationship, we like to organize holidays and all the nice times. But anything that has to do with working on myself, why me? Always me. Why does everything depend on me? But uh, uh, the, the truth of the matter is it does. And yes, what do you have to do to be, to be happy, to be good spirits? First of all, you have to understand that God chose you and not your husband. I'm sorry, sir. Um, to set the tone and be the foundation of the house. Uh, you are the one who, who you are, a woman is there to receive and to be spoiled. What does it mean? All the blessing in the house comes through the woman. Yeah. So that should be the inner happiness that we feel okay we should just realize because Hashem created us Hashem wants us to be there Hashem give gave us the merit to be created a woman which is the highest form of creation what Jewish woman is the highest form of creation why because we are created the image of Hashem right. as a Jew and as a woman we can bear life even mm-hmm. if we don't have children, right. we can bear life. We have this potential. Just like Hashem, Kivichol, is bearing life. Correct. So that should fill us with happiness every morning. When we do the modani, we have to do it with a smile because we are so lucky. We are privileged. Okay? Um, that's the one thing. If we're also privileged to be married then it's another responsibility we have been promoted. Okay, so we have a job in a Fortune 500 company and now we have been promoted at the... Um, Level of management. Management, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then when we have a child, you already CEO. A CEO. Very so interesting. You, you really... Now you're the CEO of Teva, you're CEO of General Electric, of uh, Apple, of whatever it is. Wow! Right. Believe me, right. you don't care about the likes. Right. You don't care to put pictures on the Facebook. You might have a secretary that ha- wants to do that for advertisement. You don't do that yourself. Right. Because you're too busy taking care of the company. Right. You have things. You have plans. You're busy trying to make plans, to organize, to see, to, to find exciting ways to grow. Same thing we should do in our home. And whether you're a housewife that cleans the floor and puts the clothing to wash or bakes a cake, when you open that oven, it's as if you're opening Daron Kodesh. When you're making that cake, bring down Kedusha, blessing, holiness, mm-hmm. by praying, not from a book, not from a siddur, but from your heart, 
to God and say, please, God, that whoever's like going to connect, yes, connect. you connect with everything. You connect instead of disconnecting, you connect. You start connecting with everything in the house. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. So that we can actually connect with people. The second you disconnect from the house, and it's absolutely fine to go and buy a frozen cake right. or from the bakery. Right. But the more you outsource, you send the shirts to iron, and you put the robot to clean the floor, and and you buy this frozen cake that you're gonna let defrost, not even a mix that you're actually gonna mix and put in the oven. What you are doing, you're outsourcing and you're outsourcing your essence. Are you also going to outsource your bedroom? Very interesting point. Very, very interesting point because we, we, like, we have uh, learned how to live in this comfort, quote-unquote, uh, easy way out for, for making everything easy. But we have forgotten to put from ourselves uh, the satisfaction of, of doing something for others, and we are, I understand that we have a conflict here. Uh, the difference between being feminine and the difference between uh, being the women's lib movement of being the strong one, the workaholic, the 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 problem solver, and they don't go together, or do they? Well, the truth of the matter is. The Jewish woman, the real Jewish woman, encompasses both. Right. Through her wisdom, she builds her home. What does it mean? She knows to give importance to things that are important. So let's go back to the very beginning of the Jewish woman when we are dating. Mm -hmm. We have two ways of dating. One way is going to a pub, to a bar. With a person, how do you come here often? Okay, have a drink, another drink, another drink, until you finish in the same bed, the same night. Or you go on a shidduch. You want to get married. You do not want to forget that you are alone. Mm-hmm. You don't want to, to, um, to um, uh, forget your loneliness, um, to, to waste your time. You date with a purpose. You date to get married. To build something. To build a home where the Shekhinah will want to be. Why do you want the Shekhinah to be there? We're not all so spiritual. Because when we have the Shekhinah, we have all the blessings. And everybody wants the blessings. Everybody wants a long, healthy, happy, comfortable life. And Shekhinah, for those that don't know what it means, is uh, the divine presence the divine presence that that we, the more we are aware of it, the more it will communicate with you. Is a way of saying, right? And it will bless us. It bless. It will us. give us all good things. So basically, when you go to shidduch, you go and you don't waste the other person's time. You're not going to be dating someone for three years to find out that they had had another girlfriend at the same time, and they're not ready to commit. Right. So stealing your time, wasting your time, breaking your heart. Yes. Because you get involved in the relationship. Because that happens a lot. There's a lot of girls that are hurt that they've gone out and out and out and they don't want to continue going out. Uh, but that's, that's like They feel what, taken for a ride. They're taken for a ride. They're being taken for a ride. And on the other hand, 
we have to see that the women have to be ready, not in terms of the age. Oh, you're that age. Now I have to because my friends are married. But more like, am I prepared to give? Can I give of myself? And the, the big issue of being able to give is that when I, I give, I'm exposing myself, I'm giving on myself, so I'm opening up myself, I'm putting myself out there, and I can be hurt. And I'm afraid to be hurt. It's uncomfortable to be hurt. But it's part of the process. But it's part of the process, and Hashem knows everything that's happening. It's all part of the plan. And sometimes, just because you've been hurt, can you feel? Can you already know not to hurt other people? And you can grow and you can give and you can enjoy. So basically, the Shiduk process really helps you not to waste your time and to see what you're looking for in a person. The person is committed. The person goes on the Shiduk is committed to want to get married. Not to have a good time only. That's exactly. Right. So that's the difference. Especially if you do not, if there's no touching involved, Shomer Negia. So, okay, you can still get emotional. You can, you know, if it doesn't go through, be disappointed, but it will be a small pain, not like a huge pain like you live together for three years. Okay, so now, that's the first step. You show that you're ready to commit. Once you actually get married and all that, learn to open up, learn to receive the other person and to give to the other person Mm -hmm. because that way you are doing, you're creating a nice basis of give and take all the time. Mm -hmm. Basically, you're putting money, uh, quote unquote, in the the spiritual and emotional bank and they are doing the same thing for you. So the moment you will see something that is strange, something a bit out of character, okay, it's a red flag, but then you you try and speak, communicate, understand what happens, and you understand, okay, you had a tough day today. Okay, but since you have money in the bank, in your emotional bank, you take it in your stride. So that way it has to be a give and take. We talk about feminist and feminine. Mm -hmm. You have to know what is a woman. The woman is compared to the moon and the man to the sun, which means the, the moon is also shining, gets the light from the reflection. It's a reflection mm-hmm. of the sun. Right. Basically, it's an enhancement. Mm-hmm. And, and it's interesting that the sun, when it's shining, there's a lot of light. Okay, you see yes. everything. And it can blind you also sometimes. Yes. yes, yes. But the moon, there's something very romantic, very soft, very comforting about the moon. And this this is the arm of a woman, yes. the arm of a mother, the hug of a sister, of an aunt. This is what a woman is, and this is being a woman, right. being able to, to absorb the pain, the frustration, uh, the being, able, the being able to celebrate the joy yes. and the, um, all the successes and all the growth of other people, because the mother... She sees her children getting married, getting out of the house. She's genuinely happy. She doesn't feel, oh, who's going to take the garbage down now? Who's going to help me? Or who will drive me? You don't think you're so happy for them. You're genuinely happy. That's being a Jewish woman. But if you're going to be a feminist, then you're just going to see, basically, you want to vote, you want to work. It's an ego thing. And now, oh, they're not going to be, who's going to be doing that? 
and the guys can't be more than us and, the, and there's always this com- competition and attitude. you lose your your femininity you lose your softness you lose your specificity you lose your characteristic you lose your essence yeah. and guess what no man who is a man wants to be with those kind of women correct a man wants a woman so sometimes you see people who divorce and they get married to a woman who is older than their wife than the first wife right who is not as beautiful as their first wife not as thin not as beautiful not as young not as but and you say what's wrong with the wrong guy with like he had like a he had the miss universe and he's man i mean what's wrong with him he's marrying a woman He's living a feminist and, and getting married with a feminist. not a doll, a doll versus a... Exactly. Right, right. Somebody whose priority is mm-hmm. her husband, right. not herself. It's a tough balance. But so in the Western world, we are taught more, um, unfortunately, to have, and in the Jewish world, uh, to have a profession, this, that. Is there anything that you can recommend for women that f- want to know more about femininity where they can um, look up how to become more feminine. I mean, um, I think one of the things that, that is very important here is we're not criticizing, we're just seeing the difference between, between uh, one way of approaching life versus the other one. One is to be an uh, engineer of, of life-saving uh, economy. And the other one is to be saving the roots of our, uh, of our Jewishness that all along we have made uh, our Jewish uh, world be strong because of the war. So uh, you were saying, I'm sorry uh, yeah. that I interrupted. So, no, no. So it's a, it's a, it's a tough challenge because right. women are working. But the question is, is your working the essence of who you are? Or is it just something that you are doing? Because we need to bring Parnassah. So when you are at work, are you thinking about your home? Or when you're at home, are you thinking about your work? Do you make yourself available 24-7? We're obviously not talking about somebody who's an emergency doctor. Right. We're talking about people who have a right. normal job, right. a 9 to 5, 9 right. to 6. Right. And basically, how much are you giving to your job? Is your essence, when somebody asks you, what, uh, introduce them, say, oh, hi, uh, how are you, what's your name? What? Uh, I'm a lawyer, I'm a doctor, I'm a... No. Is that who you are? Is that your essence? No. Or oh, you're a Jewish woman. Okay? The, the, the Alaha is saying that when a woman works, she has to give the money to the husband. And then she has to ask him, can you give me some money to buy the milk? It's difficult to That's think. The, difficult to think because the Western uh, culture says the opposite. Exactly. So I, and that's why we are in conflict. But uh, we have to ask, where is your heart? Where is your heart? Now, to know more, you ask where to look. I think that the best, the first place and the best place to look would be in a book by Rav Shimshon, uh, David Pinkus, the one who, uh, the one who uh, created the seminar of Ofakim in Israel. 
uh, he wrote an amazing book called Nefesh Chaya, which is really explained to yeah. you um, the unique way a Jewish woman has to connect to Hashem, to serve Hashem, but also to remain herself, not to be degenerated. Right, right, right. So but can you repeat? Okay, it's... Uh... Nefesh Chaya, and it's actually in English. You have it by Feldheim. Okay. And, uh, and you can order it in... Uh, by Rav Shimshum David. Pinchas. 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 The unique Avodah Hashem of the Jewish women. Very beautiful. So till um, our time is coming up and any questions you have, um, you can you can um, write to us at Shuduchin with Mrs. Gertz at gmail.com and we will uh, be happy to answer any question. And we will see you in our next podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much.